Um, so how did you get into the, the film scoring business? Well, actually, um, I've been studying music since I remember, since I was a, a kid. My first memories are about um, music, about playing with music, not playing music, but playing with music, like uh, drawing figures and uh, drawing the notes and all that stuff. I started piano and then uh, it came to me the opportunity to write uh, some uh, score for a movie. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, I said yes, because I wrote a concert. And uh, one person came and said, "Hey, I like your, I like so much your music, uh, but it sounds like if it uh, was a soundtrack, if it it sounds like a soundtrack. So, would you like to do something into the mm-hmm. music, into the, into the theatrical?" So I said yes, and I started writing for the movies. Very nice, very nice. Uh, did you did you go to school for music at all? Yeah. Well, oh, okay. actually, uh, I went to school, to a music school here in, in Spain. Mm-hmm. And then when, when I had, uh, done like five, six movies, I went to Berkeley just to, to know what oh. was going on there. Oh, wow. Excellent. Yeah. Awesome. Do they have a, a good film score program? Yeah. It's, okay. uh, it's very, very good. You know, actually, when I was, uh, doing movies, Everyone was saying, hey, have you been in Berkeley? And I always was saying, no, I've never been there. So that's why I went there. Because uh, a lot of people that uh, are into the business right now went there. So they've, they've got an amazing uh, film scoring program. Yeah, that, well, that's why I think the, it's very, um, very demanding when you study there. Uh-huh. So with the people that go that are... Uh, go out there from uh, from Berkeley are very, very good uh, professionals. Oh, interesting. I did not I mean, I work into my team. I have a lot of people from Berkeley. Oh, excellent. That's quite a few producer credits. Yeah. Um, well, and lots of them on either, even different movies that you haven't composed on. I, I find that fascinating. How did you, how does a composer also act as a producer? Well, I think it's because I love the movies and I know a lot of people into the business. So sometimes they, if I'm not doing music for, for a movie, sometimes they ask me to help into some production or maybe they say, Hey, why don't you help me with, uh, producing, uh, this movie or this, uh, this content? So I say yes. But, uh, <laughs> actually I produce uh, one uh, music video for Carlos Rivera. Mm-hmm. Because I am the producer of the album of the of the uh, of the music album in AB Road. Okay. So so I said, yeah, why not? Why? I mean, it's it's always good to do the full uh, the 360, like the music video and uh, the music also. So I don't know. I think it's just for fun sometimes, and because uh, I love the industry, so. Uh-huh. You and me both. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, what are some examples of something that you produced that I guess isn't music related? Well, I produced uh, one movie because uh, um, a friend of I was acting there. 
and the title was uh, Vulnerable. And this was a psychological thriller. I also did the music for this one. This was, I think it was 2012. Mm-hmm. Like seven years ago, yeah. Excellent. Um, do you, I guess, who do you consider to be your greatest inspiration uh, as a composer when it comes to film, film composers? Well, I think I have, I've got a uh, three or four. For example, okay. I love uh, Alan Silvestri. Mm-hmm. He's so, so good. Yeah. I also love uh, Alexander Desplat. Oh. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's, to me, he's, uh, his melodies and his, uh, the way he writes the music is, uh, it's huge. Mm-hmm. And I also like, like a lot, um, Gustavo Santaolalla. Mm. I'm not familiar with who that is. Yeah, he did, uh, Babel and he's doing now Narcos. Oh, okay. Okay. And he writes a different, different kind of music. Like uh, mm-hmm. with a lot of silence and uh, with a lot of ambience and atmospheres. It's very, very good. I love it. Excellent. Excellent. Um, you mean, is, is there anyone else? Well, I, I love uh, many, many, many oh, other okay. composers. For example, uh, okay. Hans Zimmer. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I love many things also. For example, Gladiator, for me, it's uh, one of mm-hmm. the best. Oh, okay. it's the one that made me decide to do music for the movies. Once I saw Gladiator, I realized that I was, uh, I would love to do, to write music for music scores. Excellent. Excellent. Actually, when I listened to your demo, um, I, that's what, that's the first thing that came to my mind was Hans Zimmer. Um, so, uh, I was like, Oh yeah, no, he could, he could do a Batman movie. Um, yeah. um, I love it. I mean, he, he reinvented all the scoring, uh, all the music for the movies and the ambience and the way you use the movie, the music into the movie. So yeah, I love it. Yeah. But I also yeah. enjoy with, with many other composers, you know, I mean, in, in Los Angeles, you can find, uh, lots of, of great composers. Mm-hmm. For example, Brian Tyler, he's so, so good. He's a great musician also. Yeah. I, his crazy rich Asian soundtrack. I just yeah. thought that was just stupendous. Just so wonderful. Yeah. So. It's wonderful. Excellent. Excellent. Um, do you have a piece of work that you've done that is your favorite or that you're most proud of? For me, it's, uh, Klaus. Oh. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, this movie, it's been, uh, huge. It's been the most complicated movie in terms of emotions, in terms, in terms of harmonies that I've ever done. We spend, uh, I mean, I spend like five years into the project which is mm-hmm. a lot of time, and then working hard, like one year, the last year. I've involved uh, 326 people into the score. Mm. Like the music department, it's uh, it's created by 326 people. So 
It's uh, it's been huge, and I've enjoyed so so much all the experience, all doing animation, which is uh, which is a different thing. Mm-hmm. That uh, I'm, I love it. Just uh, for me, this is my favorite of of my works. For me, this is the biggest one. Right, right. It sounds it sounds very unique compared to some of the other stuff I've heard. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it it was intended. I mean, the idea that was the idea, the main idea, because uh, it has a very different uh, animation uh, thing. I mean, the, the drawing, the way they draw, the way they um, the light, the light. How is it working with the image? Mm-hmm. It's different from what we're used to. So the music should be at the same level, at least. And it was very, very demanding, also. So much fun, on the other hand. Excellent. Um, I read that you wrote the theme for Klaus when the idea was presented to you. Was it six years ago? Yeah. Is, is that right? Ago, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It, well, actually, I didn't write this scene. I didn't write uh, this scene. But the main melody, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Because uh, when I went out of that meeting, I was so, so inspired. That uh, oh. I wrote the main lines of the of the of the music. Mm-hmm. Did he present you drawings or storyboards or anything, or did he, it was just a a chat? Well, at that moment, it was just a chat with the director, with Sergio. Uh huh. He told me that he had an idea about Klaus, but uh, he didn't have the money and he didn't have the script. But uh, it was a great idea. So he started talking about it. And uh, we we spent like two hours talking about the movie because it was amazing mm-hmm. at that very first moment. So that that was the moment that uh, when I wrote these, uh, these uh, notes, this melody, then like uh, two, three years later, I got the animatic. I, first, mm-hmm. I got the script, and I had many more ideas, and then I got the animatic, which was incredible, and uh, it was so emotional. And it was only the animatic that was. That's why it was so. That I, why I was so uh, excited with the project, because mm-hmm. just listening to the animatic, it was like, wow, this is this is gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. You were able to cry only with the with the with the animatic. Yeah, and animatic. When you say that, you mean basically just storyboards with yeah. sound. With yeah. Uh, with, with, okay. With sound, some uh, some temp tracks. Oh, okay. Temp tracks are also included. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes it depends. At the beginning, it had it had no temp tracks. Mm-hmm. But then they started adding some of them i've uh i've spoken to many composers about their uh loathing of temp tracks um are you in the same boat <laughs> it depends on what's the boat but uh but yeah i mean sometimes it's good if you get some orientation or some direction mm-hmm. but but it's not always good because I mean the problem is when when they're using the temp tracks and then they ask you to write something quite the same. That's mm-hmm. the problem. 
actually in this movie the director um, knew perfectly what he wanted for his movie so he said this is a temp track but you can bring me something completely different as long as it works emotionally oh and many many times uh, I, I brought something different and he said this is much better than the temp track it works much better and I love it and it was a completely different uh, thing so I've, I've been very very free in this movie like doing whatever I wanted to do and mm -hmm. uh, he was just focusing on the emotion mm -hmm. oh that's wonderful I uh not to sidetrack here too much, but apparently James Horner, uh, uh -huh. the reason he loved working with Mel Gibson so much is because Mel Gibson didn't have any temp music or anything. He didn't give him any direction. He just said, do it. Um, with, uh, especially with Braveheart, uh, which is one of uh -huh. my favorites. Um, so yeah, it's, anyway. that's a good one. Yeah. 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 So it's a good one. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's useful, but, but, but I mean, it's like giving a script or telling someone to write a script based on the idea for another movie. So sometimes it's not a good idea at all. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Um, did that particular melody evolve at all as the film was progressing? Yeah. It, evolved, it did, okay. Uh, yeah, all along the movie it's been evolving since the very first moment because uh, every time that I get a new update on the on the picture I had to change uh, things because you the characters started to move and that was uh, I mean it's been evolving all along these uh, three last years mm -hmm. the, the movie was alive mm-hmm so I had to change many, many things and the melodies and the harmonies, the instruments, everything was changing. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite cue or theme in the, the film? I have one. It's, uh, well, maybe I would choose uh, changes because it's a moment in which uh, all the people start to change. Mm -hmm. They start from being um, selfish bad guys. They start helping each other. Yeah. But this this was a very, very difficult one that I wrote forty three times. Oh. So we get to the <laughs> yeah, till we get oh to my. the final version. Well uh, to compliment you, it is a very moving scene in the movie. The music is very moving in that yeah, particular thank you. Thank scene. you so so much. So yeah. Um, so this movie had two directors, is that right? Or was it just a co-director? No, it was a co-director. Okay. The director did you was ever... Sergio. Oh, okay. Um, did you ever work with the co-director at all? Not, uh, I mean, I know him and he was in some meetings, but any, every time that I've uh, had a meeting, I've, I was meeting with uh, Sergio. Okay. Okay. Maybe he has, he's been active in other areas, uh -huh. but not in the music. Because actually, the directions of Sergio into the music uh, thing were amazing. I mean, mm -hmm. he knows exactly what he wants, and he could say, hey, why don't we change a bit this uh, strings? Instead of going very big, just go smaller. Like, 
and then I made the change, and that was much better than it was. So he knows perfectly where he wants to go and what he needs. So he's been uh, immersed into the music uh, team. I mean, into the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he speaks your language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he knows perfectly how to put himself in the point of view of the, of the audience. That's uh, so, so good. Uh-huh. Now, he speaks Spanish, right? Uh-huh. And then yeah. do you, when you guys converse, do you do it in Spanish? Just curious. <laughs> Never, actually. You oh, really? Because, uh, it was a joke into the production that it, we always ha- had uh, some English speaker into the room. So oh. we were like 25 people in the room, 24 Spanish speakers and uh, one <laughs> English speaker. So as we were doing many things, uh, as we were working for Netflix and uh, this was an, an American movie, we always spoke in English. So it oh. was so much fun because sometimes we were like, everyone was talking, was speaking in Spanish. And we said, we're sure that someone is going to come into the room. Only English speaker, so yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was funny. That yeah. was a joke. So I think yeah. we spoke in Spanish for just one meeting. Oh, okay. And we made maybe sixty. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah. Now, did you? When you were, I know you had spotting sessions, and then when you were, when, when you would show him stuff, was it from like stuff you were doing on the computer, or were you recording it with an orchestra every time? After- no, 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 no. Sometimes uh, we recorded some things, but uh, the major things that we were showing were made uh, mocking up in the computer. Mm-hmm. Which, Which is that, another uh, thing that Hans has, Hans Zimmer. That's one thing yeah. that he has kind of revolutionized, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, yeah, actually, um, right now I think you cannot distinguish between uh, uh, something done with the computer than something recorded. The only, the main difference for me is the soul and the energy that you can oh. get from the orchestra. So that's why I always, 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 100% of the times, record the orchestra. If there's a project in which I cannot use real musicians, I just don't do it. Oh, that's uh, I mean, interesting. I can do I can do electronics. I use them, for example, for uh, for Lost. This is a movie that I made like two years ago. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of synths, uh, synthesizers, and uh, lots of electronics. But if you have uh, a real instrument, I need someone to play it because it's gonna sound different. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Sure, I didn't. Yeah. I, uh, it's really easy to spot a television show that uses a real yeah. orchestra versus not. Um, especially, I mean, the last few years it's been a little harder to spot, but, um, but, uh, but you can still tell, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I can, I can identify when, when something's, something's been recorded and it's not. Because you're going to get different things and you're going to get that imperfection that makes perfect the sound. Huh. For example, I don't erase the, the noise 
of the instruments. If you're playing the piano and the pedal, it's uh, you can hear the pedal. I'm not going to raise it because I want it there. It's or if you can listen to these strings, the, the fingertips on the on the strings, that's good. I mean, I love it, and it yeah. sounds real instead of if it was just a, a computer playing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. So what's uh? Do you, I think I read that you had something else lined up after this, or maybe a couple things. Uh, what are they? Say again, please, Dan. Uh, I I understand you have a couple more projects lined up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right now, actually, today we're recording uh, the final music for El Rey de Todo el Mundo, which is like, if I translate it, it's like the king of the whole world. Uh-huh. It's a Mexican project, and uh, it's directed by Carlos Sara, which is uh, the Spanish most uh, successful director in the history of Spain. He's been nominated three times to the Oscars. And uh, in, in this movie, we've got Vittorio Storaro as the director of photography. He made um, uh, Apocalypse Now. Mm. The Last Emperor, and uh, is uh, it's a huge project. I mean, it's it's like a piece of art because it's not it's not a huge project in terms of uh, budget, but it's a huge project in terms of. I mean, it's uh, it's a masterpiece. I mean, talking with uh, with uh, Sarah on board, so different. It's like an author or like a freestyle movie. Okay. It's a musical, so we've got 20 songs. Oh, okay. Mexican, Mexican rhythms, and recorded there in Mexico. So it's going to be, the, I love this, also this project I've been doing last six months. Mm-hmm. Since I finished uh, class, and I was involved in this one before starting uh, the recordings of Klaus. And I am also doing a TV show for uh, Amazon mm-hmm. for uh, 2020. Okay. Now, I saw that you do have some, like, song, actual songs instead of just the score uh, yes. credits. Um, so you did you so you wrote the songs for this, this project, this Mexican project you were talking about? Yeah. This is a very special project to me because uh, I'm writing – the songs and co-composing this with uh, Carlos Rivera. Uh-huh. He's the number one Mexican singer right now. He's uh-huh. a huge artist and he's like my brother. So when they called me to do this uh, this Mexican movie, the first one that I called was uh, this Carlos. And I told uh-huh. him, hey, my friend, we've got, I mean, I'm going to do this movie and I want you to go on board with me. And he said yes, and uh, we're writing all the songs and all the score together. Wow. I'm also his producer, so that's why I produced as a uh, video producer mm-hmm. his uh, music video. Excellent. So everything's related. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, everything's connected. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh so last question, if you were a member of the Academy, um, which I don't 
I didn't, I don't think you are. Is that right? Not yet. No, not yet. I mean, so when you're a member of the Academy, but uh, if you were right now, what would you pick as your favorite score of the year? That's a difficult one. But maybe Endgame. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe Endgame. I'm not sure. Okay. uh, Yeah. If it was my decision, maybe. Maybe that one. Okay. Excellent. I always feel like Marvel gets shortchanged when it comes to score in the Oscars. I wish that they would. I don't even know if they. They won last year uh, with Black Panther. But, uh, Uh yeah. Because, but I. I mean, Black Panther's great, but I, I almost feel like Infinity War was a better score. Um, no, I think so, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, completely agree, yeah. Um, but okay. That's a difficult one. I mean, I love... Mm-hmm. Uh, if you see the short list, maybe I've got five, six that are amazing. Uh-huh. But okay. I, I would love to do something with Marvel. Uh Maybe I have that connection with the with the company, uh-huh. with, the, with Marvel that uh, it makes it special. Yeah. And actually, you know, when you're writing music for a three hour and a half movie, it's like, uh, I mean, my respect, because it's not easy. When you're writing ninety minutes, it's it's difficult. But when you're doing for a movie like Endgame, it's like it takes so so long. It's very difficult not to be. Re- So I find more difficult than others. Oh, for sure. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I, I can't, I can't even imagine. Have you ever met Alan Silvestri? Uh, no, 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 never. Oh, okay. I would love to, because I love uh-huh. the, the uh, I love his music. I love it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. he's represented by this, by my agents also. So I signed with, uh, Craft Tangle a few weeks ago. So hopefully, I will meet him soon. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I think that would be great if you could. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I love his stuff. I, you know, I think Back to the Future, the first movie, that score is one of the best scores yes. in the world in ever. Yes. Um, yeah, so. All right. Well, thank you very much, Alfonso. Thank you. Um, thank I'll you. Try, yeah, I'll try to have this up later today. Um, so. Um, I'll uh, I'll tweet it to you, uh, the the uh, link. Perfect. So yeah, sure. And if you so. need anything else, uh, don't hesitate. Please in contact contacting me because you've got my Skype. So okay, yeah. Anything, just tell me. Okay, sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you so so much for the interview. Okay. Oh yeah. Bye bye. My pleasure. Thank you. Okay, thank care. you. All right. Bye.